0: Okay, yesterday, we started a new mimer. And if you recall, so we learned three different pshatim in the Indian of Lamar. The word Lamar is not in place there because it, it should be that Lamar is to say to the other, and there is no other, right? On two levels. The first level is that all the Jewish people were there. Second level is even all of the neshamas of all of the Jewish people that will ever be were there. That was the parenthetical statement, right? So to whom is this being said? And we had two pshatim and then a third, right, which is how the rabbi brought it. Right? And it's important to notice. He said there's two different explanations of this, and then void. And furthermore, you can say like this the first two pshatim were that when we speak. The Abishter speaks, right? As we learn Torah, so the Abishter answers us. That he's opposite us. So we initiated and the Abishter answers. The second shot was Tan that we answer, we only say what the Abishter says. In other words, we use our power of speech to say godly words, the words that the Abishter said on our Sinai. All right? So that's the laymar. Both of those, the Rebbe says, is, 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 uh, are indicative of a Hiddush of Matan Torah that gave us the ability to connect to a Kaddish Baruch in such a way. An ability that didn't exist afterwards, right? Uh, before, I'm sorry. And the third was, what? Who remembers the third? That the of will affect the Salman, Beautiful, right? V'yadabar is nimshachin Beautiful. That the Aseras of Dibris of Tara will affect the Asarama Amaris. The world. Right. Okay. So that those are the three pshat. Stand in our base. the Rebbe started quoting the Rebbe Marash. Right. And the Rebbe Madash brought two medrashim. Right. First, medaber echad oimer imi hadiber which is an in an unbelievable connection to Kadosh Baruch and Bittul. Right. That each person experienced that the Ebrei was speaking to him, right, personally. And then the second Medrash, which seemed to say something fairly similar, that the second Medrash says that each, the, each, uh, each person, that, I'm sorry, that the, 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 the Dibur of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the kol that they heard was to each and every one in accordance with their koyach, their ability, their reality, the elders like in accordance with their ability, the youngsters in accordance to their ability, the children in accordance to their ability, etc. Right? And then the Rebbe asked, well, and asked, he explained, why is it that the Rebbe Marash, Rebbe Marash brings both medrashim? Right? Why not just suffice with one or the other? right? In order to emphasize that not only the first medrash seems to say, simply, you would imagine that might have something to do with the neshama of each Jew. The Abish is speaking to the neshama of each Jew. And the second medrash emphasizes, no, it's also shy to the goof, because the difference in age is shy to the goof, not to the neshama. Right? And Yoshua asked, so then why not just teach the second one? <sighs> and what do we say, Kaka? Why not teach the second one because... so just say that it was in accordance to every the, the power of everyone. Well, we wouldn't necessarily know the the uniqueness of the experience of a Kaddish Boker speaking only to me, right, in the second one. I said a different answer yesterday, so I don't remember what I said, and there's no record of it, right, because it disappeared. How I understood it was, it sounded like if you like, you have unique differences in, like, some of them you just said, like, speak to this sound, how I understood that you wouldn't necessarily understand about Big Goof. Right, you wouldn't, under- definitely wouldn't understand those two levels of Neshoma and Goof. Right? If you just had one. And that's going to be one of the Ikarim of the whole thing. All right? Okay. All right? You also, I don't think, if you just taught the second one, what was it say? That the apes just spoke to each one in accordance with his ability. I wouldn't necessarily know the experience of each and every one having this personal experience. It would be a general experience, right? Okay, But there's no question that we learn, We what we do learn from two of them is that this special connection and this hamshokha velukus down in Telem affected not only the neshama but also the guf. And we're going to see the difference between those two in... Ice gimel and ice dalet, as we said, right? Uh, did you see the second one? I thought the second one teaches the personalized connection. No, first one is the first is personal. Imi and theychi, imi ha dibur, imi, imi medaber dibur, Is that what's the what's the actual lesson? Imi ha dibur medaber. With me, this this speech is speaking. That's personal. Second one is in accordance with the kairos of each and every one older younger so that doesn't necessarily mean personal right but in the context of the first one so we'd say it is personal and so then on what level so the Rebbe says the difference in the second shot is goof it's talking about age Just like the goof not the right okay and then in the last paragraph that we saw so the Rebbe mentions the fact that this notion of the shutfus, that the Abishtu is Meshatif Shmei B Israel, this is an even higher level than the Malachim, and we'll see, we'll see what that is in the in the Rebbe. This is the first time the Rebbe uses the word bitl. All right. Now let's just read the last two lines again. Three lines. Umamshikba Maimir, the last three lines of the of the last paragraph on race base reish base. By virtue of the fact that the name of the Kaddish Baruch is joined with the Malachim, they are bottled to that shame. And this is the point the Rebbe wants to make. So too by the right, by virtue of uh, right, that's the that that's the 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 medrash that the rabbi brings based on the pasuk in Samaches Rechav Velochim Ribeis Saim Adni Bam Sinai BeKedush. Just like Adni Bam by the Malachim, so Sinai BeKedush, the the event that Sinai brought about that same state by the Yidden. That's how that's how the rabbi is learning that pasuk. So the rabbi learns that pasuk. Okay, so it's just like the Malochim Adni Bam, so too the Yidden because of Sinai. Kamei chin hu Da da'yedei shashitei v'Kadosh Baruch HaShemai B'Yisrael, heim kaviyoch, heim b'bitl, Cannot kaviyoch, heim b'bitl. Kamevur Baruchah ha maimers is explained at great length in the Rebbe Madosh's mind. Okay, so now the Rebbe is going to explain in Gimel, the union of Neshama, and in Talat, the union of Guf. And there's a very fascinating difference between the two. vahine now this I already said, but it, it, the, the Rebbe hasn't said it yet, right? But here the Rebbe says it. The fact that our connection is even higher than the connection of the Malachim. Meaning, Baruch This name of the Ebeshter that he included in Yisrael, joined in Yisrael, however you translate that word, Shita Shutaf of course, is a partner. who It's a higher level than that which happens by Malachim we certainly know that our connection to the abish is more powerful than the connection of the malochim to <speaking> adnibam <in> shem <Hebrew> alef dalad which is basically malchus right now the is going to quote tanya where it's going to say shem <speaking in Hebrew> elokim and see what the rebbe says about that <speaking in Hebrew> the malochim are called <speaking in Hebrew> that sometimes in Nach, it'll say that there's a vision of Elokim, and it's really a Malach. It's not Mamesh Nevuah, right? On a more general level, those are the, both the same level. Generally, both of them are to the Indian of Tsimtsum. The shai, Adni is, is Loshin Din, right? Tzimtzum. Adon, Adon is a master. Also, Gvura, Elohim is Gvura, right? So they are generally similar. Meaning, were you to learn a Maimer Chassidus explaining the difference between those two names, so there would be differences between those two names. But in general, both in Indian and Simsu. Aval, Bisrael Ksiv, ki chelik avaya amai. That there are chelik avaya. That there are a piece of yud vavke. Chelik a piece of shame havaya, so to speak. No simsu. Or, or a builti mugba, unlimited or, as we'll see. Which is an obvious question. We're going to have this question also relative to the goof. That this state of having in the shoma that's a chelik el kaamimal was also before matan terah, avram yitzhak yaakov. You didn't add this. Right. So then, what's the Chiddush of Matan if we're saying that Matan is the time when she HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shmei B'Yisrael? Well, it's not exactly true, right? mean, said the neshama so, it seems that there was this shutfus of shame Havai even before Matan This did not illuminate in a revealed way so much. Now, I, why the Rebbe adds kolkach in brackets, meaning why at all, and the fact that it's in brackets obviously means that it's, so to speak, to be said quietly, right? Not, right? That the kolkach is not as powerful <laughs> as the original statement. So there, I, I, I assume—I don't know—but I assume that that would mean that would simply refer to the fact that by Avram, Yitzhak, Yaakov, there were Yidden that it was very, very powerfully revealed. But your average Jew, that was not the case. There were a couple of million Yidden hanging around in Mitzrayim before Matan Torah. So their their metaphysical reality was not an, in any way, shape, or form the same before Matan Torah as after. Him. Even though they were yidden and they had a neshama, but the neshama was not meyer begilui in any way, shape, or form. Like after matan Torah, and specifically the inyan of the shem havaya by neshama, ki <speaking> inyan the <Hebrew> chelak of ayamai mitzad the neshama. It's the neshama. Ubi <speaking> in the neshama lamata, the descent of the neshama below. Haguf mailem u'mastir al neshama. The body conceals, hides the nishamah. Vaal, Shema and on the godly reality in the Nishama. Uba And at the time of Matantara, Yadeya Debur through the Debur of Anohi Valokecha specifically, Dafka as we're going to see, because Anoichi's is Atzmos, ze Zebagalui. This was drawn down begilui. Now, what exactly that gilui means is it means it's it, it, there's two different levels of gilui. Gilui, on one hand, means a certain state of reality take exists, and is in an, and is in as and is found in another state of reality, right? There's also the state of gilui where it can be recognized, and seen there, right? But that doesn't necessarily that, that the fact that it can't be seen doesn't mean it's not the right? We talked about that in Basilagani. When you do an act of iskafia, so you bring about a revelation of, of Sevav. We don't see it, but you brought about a revelation of Sevav. You brought about a more powerful expression of Sevev in Alamhaz. But by definition, Seve is not revealed in Alamhas. Right? Later on in Basilagani, the Frida Garabi says. By, this, by the by the uh, Levaya of Rav Shmuel by Rav Yitzhak, right? He used to juggle the juggle the hadassim, And so there was the pillar of fire separating his goof from everybody at the Leviah. And so the Rebbe says, Gilior begilu imamish. or begilu imamish. Meaning there's a Gilior that's not begilu imamish? Yes, there's a Gilior that's not begilu imamish. You can bring about a presence of godly reality but love after it's, revealed to everybody there. The mushal and Gashmias? I don't know. Let me look. Okay. So according to my phone, there's no Wi-Fi in this room. Okay. But were there Wi-Fi in this room? That means there's some machine that has been actively put somewhere to reveal Wi-Fi in this room, true? Do I see it? Do I smell it? No. Is it revealed here? Absolutely. What do I need? I need a clee to be a clee that'll pick up the Wi-Fi. Okay, well, this is one of those. I know it isn't here because it doesn't have those little things. So, whatever's, right? Okay. So, so, but there are radio waves in this room, that's for sure. There's hundreds of radio stations revealing absolute nonsense in this room at an incredible rate. I don't see them, I don't hear them, I don't smell them, but they're here. You know they're here, because if you were to take a transistor radio and turn it on, you'd pick them up. Right? They're here. There's obviously phone waves in here, because, I mean, I do have a you know, couple of bars and a 4G that says, okay, there's that happening. So it's revealed. And that's actually, it's interesting because that's revealed by virtue of specific activity of certain people making sure it will be revealed, right? There's someone out there making sure that there will be phone waves in this room, right? All sorts of people, right? All sorts of different, what are they, Russia Talk, different companies, right? Doing that. Okay. Say that. It's not revealed. Well, these are revealed she's not in the state of revelation so the state so so there's a greater revelation of Shem Hawaiian and our Neshama after Matantara. Torah. so now certainly at least that's a much much more powerful state of potential that every single jew is in in his potential to connect to the Abraham. that's for sure right more than that i don't know we'll see put away the phone please all right okay I'm Now, it's interesting. The aneiki is in brackets here. In other words, the Rebbe is explaining the avaya lo of it more than the aneiki of it. That the that which is going to allow for all of this to happen the way it does is going to be the atzmos of it peseder. But what is being revealed avaya, and the avaya is lo meaning avaya is going to be found where you are. To per avaya lo hu she yeh will illuminate and be revealed in you Kolkach to such an extent that it will be called on your name, Elokecho. The Eibishter can be called yours. And we're going to see that even more powerfully later in the maimar where we're going to say the Torah, that we have bailus on the Torah, after Matan Torah, so to speak, the owner of the Torah. The yid, the yid has more power over the Torah even than the Eibishter, maimar Chazal, right? Nitzchuni Bani nitzchuni, okay? G'adosh Baruch Hu says to the Yidin, you've defeated me. And your P'sak is right. In a halachic manner. We'll see that later. He says, So Matan Torah brings about this reality that the Yid, Mitzat is Neshama, this is all Mitzat is Neshama, reaches a different state of godly reality so that it can be now said that Havaya is Elokecho. V'koyach al Havaya Elokecho the ability, the power that allows the Yid to come to such a state, and for Matan to bring this about, she gam and Mislavesh neshama even beguf, even after the neshama is clothed in a body, which you would think therefore there's going to be a lot of hell and and that hell and you might think is existential, and it was before Matan whatever state of hell and there was, was, was real. There was mamish hell and and so the neshama wasn't as revealed in the goof, After Matantara, even though mitzah, in terms of my physical eye's ability to see, it might be there's just as much and ve'hester, but ultimately a whole new reality is brought about such that havayoy is Elokecho, the Neshama has now reached certainly a much higher level of potential Mitzad, the gilui of Vavkei in the Neshama. Shagam l'achrish and Neshama mislaveshes b'guf, Yevaya begilui. Be there's No change such that will be called your Havaya, your. and what is the ability to make that happen? It comes from a level beyond Havaya, since Atmos knows no bounds. We'll see this even more powerfully by the goof. So then. The whole notion of above, below, gilui, Helem, doesn't exist by the, by, by, by Atzmos. So at, the Kayach of Atzmos can bring about a revelation of Shem Havaya, even though the neshama has is now, so to speak, farther from its source. Mm-hmm. And, and the idea that's going to help us understand that is the idea of the more powerful the higher something comes from, the more, the lower it can go, and we'll see Mesholim relative to that, right? So since it's coming from such a high place, it can descend to a very low place and still be in a very powerful state. <laughs> the shame of Vaya, Atzmei, shame of Vaya itself, is a state of Godly reality. Okay, I don't know what it looks like, you don't know what it looks like, but says conceptual. It's a state of, shame of I. Okay, but what do we know about it? It has certain, it has what's, what you and I would call a certain gedr, a certain defined reality. Okay, so that means that on some level it's limited, because it's limited by whatever it is. Right? Now, that limitation, it, it, it's not finite, it's infinite. But it's It's mugdar. It can be described in a certain way, and and therefore has a certain nature, right? True. I mean, it is what it is. There are things you can say about Shemavaya. It's beyond time, fine. Okay, it's beyond space. Source of existence, infinite, godly light. Okay. Contains within all ten spheres. Fine. We saw. Lisa Mishakeilu, they said that about Shem Havaya? Okay. But that means also that in in, if there were to be a reality that is different than Shem Havaya, then it would be very difficult for Shem Havaya to be revealed in that reality because of its nature. It's not that. Right? And we can say that about any level of godly reality, except atzmus. That's why it's Dafka bekech atzmus, that sheim havaya will be in a state of gilu'i even when it's in a guf. Right? And, and we'll talk about that in terms of place. Even when it's in a place where, theoretically, it should not be in a state of gilu'i, because that place is somewhat and somehow contradictory to the reality of sheim havaya, Right? Down here in a body, so the gather of body, the description of body is certainly very different than this description of Shem Havaya. So I would think, therefore, if Shem Havaya were to come down into this place, it would be affected and limited by it. Okay, that makes sense. We even talk about that, it's called Simsu. And yet, relative to the Nishama. We say that no, Shema Vaya is u Umizgala in the neshama, in the goof after Matantara, just like it's mayor and misgala above. Even though it's in a place, so to speak, not exactly so to speak, right? But it's in a place that you would think would conceal that reality because it's so contradictory to that reality right does that make sense what i'm saying you understand what, I'm, what we're saying i mean it's very conceptual type I shame mean, of i don't know what that looks like but whatever it is it has certain two notes. it has certain properties and one thing we know about those properties is not like that okay so the goof's not like that so now the neshama, I understand, there's no reason for the nishama not to be like that, but if the neshama is in the goof, I would expect the goof to affect the neshama. Oh, before Matantara did. After Matan Torah, the neshama is still revealing a in as powerful a way and connected the in as powerful a way in the goof as it was above and, but that's all after Matanta. And what's the kayak to allow that to happen? Not Sheh because Shemavaya, this is similar to what we saw in Sefartim, Mimachras HaShabbos. Shabbos has the ability to elevate itself, but it can't elevate all of reality. The, the, the next day is Sunday again. Mimachras a Shabbos. a level beyond that, can bring about a change. So only a level beyond Shemavaya can cause the situation that Sheh doesn't act naturally. And what would be natural for Shemavaya? Well, to be in a certain state of concealment down here where you're in a reality, you know, and we we'll use the word place because it's going to be important, more important than Dalit, where It's in a place that's so contrary to it. Yeah? Okay. So And, and so the Rebbe said, what's, what allows that, That which is not limited by any of that. There's no limitation whatsoever. It's Again, it's going to be even more important than Ayizdalet, but we can say it now also. There's no gedr. And we're gonna see two different states of reality, which is really interesting. right? Bligvu without limitation, that's one state. Bligeder without any definition whatsoever. That's atmos. You can't define it as this or that. You can define Shemavaya as something. What? biltigvu? You wanna say it in English? Infinite. Okay. But that's already, that we've talked about this, but that's limiting it, it's defining it a certain way. Atmos is built together. There's no together, there's no description, there's no, is yeah, getter's offense, right? There's no reality in which it's, it must be. It's beyond any of those, and we can say the word limitations, but that's, we don't want to use that word. We want to use the word getter and get used to that word. It's beyond any getter any delineation, any definition, any defined reality. You can't say that about Shem Avaya. is part and parcel of a specific defined reality called infinite godly light, which isn't tables. (laughs) Tables aren't infinite godly light. That's just not what they are. Can you say atzmas has nothing to do with the table? No. And you say atzmas has nothing to do with infinite Godly Light. Now, does the table limit the ability of atmos to be No. Does the table limit the ability of, no. of Shema to, so to speak, express itself and be Shema Yeah, because it doesn't allow for infinite expression, right? Which is really interesting. It just doesn't allow for it. Finite's really powerful. <laughs> I, I, I can. can limit the ability of infinite reality to express itself. And we'll think, wow, infinite reality. Well, it seems of the two, finite's more powerful because finite limits infinite. Doesn't it? Can't find it here. It's not here. It's here. It's not here. Atmos? It's not true. Otsmus, we say Otsmus, that this happens after Montana Tower? Otsmus does not happen after Montana but the. Is that mine? Yeah. How to get over there? Thank you. Oh, the air went off? Yeah. How about that? Here, how about you? It just went on. Yeah, I see. I have the mother load right here. Exactly. Okay. So, Atmos is, is, I mean, a, anytime you talk about atzmus, so there, there's a famous story I probably told. I don't remember the names. I should know the names. I, I apologize for not knowing the names. Two famous Lababacha Hasidim in Tel Aviv. we having a discussion. I mean, serious Hasidim, both of them. One says, Vos You know, what's Atmos? I know what Atmos is. Don't be silly. I ask him, what's Atmos? I don't know what's atzmus? I don't know. It goes on and on. It keeps chepping The new something. It's is a It gives an fresh. You're gonna tell me what atzmus is? Something for bringing in the Lubavitch shul in Tel Aviv many years. Latin, two generations ago already it is now. Like there, you know, their kids are 70 years old. The two guys it's told about. I remember. You could ask someone who's who's. Uh, Who's uh, more knowledgeable than me, and they'll tell you exactly who it was. People who know everything that ever happened in the Bavel as well. But um, but it's a famous story, right? The, 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 what's Asmus? I don't know. What's Asmus? I don't know. What's Asmus? I know. Well, I guess you could say about Asmus fresk. You're going to talk about Asmus. So, but so to speak, Asmus is the vehicle that allows for the shama to express itself in all its glory, even though it's in the goof. Right? For shame, to be revealed, and to say it in the, the Rebbe's words is better. Right? I always tell you guys not to paraphrase. Here I am paraphrasing. That shame, will be revealed in the neshama as powerfully below as above. Dafka because of the kayak of shame of of, of, of Because mitzad shame havaya, so shame havaya will be limited by that reality. Because this reality is the opposite of shame havaya. Yeah? Now we know what that, what that look like that it's revealed there? Well, the word we've been using is it certainly changes the, the potential of that neshama to connect to the Ebishter down here, certainly that, And the Rebbe did use, he's not using it here yet, the Rebbe did use the word bitl before. Obviously there's some sort of existential bitl of the neshama to the Ebishter, down here, and that bitl is not limited in any way, shape, or form by virtue of the fact that the neshama is down here. Four lines up. Shelamay legam yavaya. The shame of avaya mitzarats mo yagilui shelo yu Shame of avaya itself. Its revelation is above. It's where it's revealed. <laughs> if someone were to ask you, where is shame of avaya most powerfully revealed? Re- not revealed mamish, but gilui mamish. So you would say, above. Right? Okay. Because in Seder Taushlis, it's revealed, but within the context of Kalim, so that somehow limits its expression. Okay, it's a reasonable thing to say. Yeah, but is it revealed down here just like up there? Yes, Seder. It's all atmos. Enud and we're not there. Okay, Seder. But within the context of us being here, there's different levels of reality, right? That whole question about, you know, God if God knows everything, so how is there the Hirochovshis? Well, within the context of my reality, I don't live in a place where the fact that God knows everything is revealed, and so I, I, I make decisions. Within the context of my existence, I have something called On the level beyond my existence, right, I don't. But I don't exist there. When that level of reality is revealed, well, there's no me there. So there's no longer a question. We're going to see, the Rebbe going to say an unbelievable idea about what Bechir is. You know, is, hey, it's just, I never saw it before, it's unbelievable. T'Sheh M'vaye M'chad Atzma'y D'afka, right? U'bechdei begilu and in order for it to be in a state of revelation below Beguf Gashmi, al or And now the Rebbe uses the statement that's a very important statement to understand all this. And and we're going to have to remember it because it's going to be used over and over again later. And what is the vehicle that allows for that revelation? The colour Yere du Mizgala lamata Yeser. All that comes from a higher place, is, can descend and be revealed in a lower place. Okay, a, a number of mashalim in for that. A rock that falls off a mountain. How far? What's going to determine how far away from the mountain it falls? Probably how high on the mountain it fell from, right? Meaning, imagine instead of the mountain, imagine the, the the rock face. There's a rock face. You're driving on a highway in the mountains and there's a rock, a cliff next to you. Okay. Now you don't want rocks to fall off the cliff while you're driving there. That's not going to help your driving, right? Okay. In the places that are dangerous, what do they put? They put those nets, right? The, the metal nets to make sure that was that which is both scary and comforting at the same time. I mean, Sadakad, it could happen. In Saichani, they've got this thing to limit the possibility. Okay. So if a rock, here's the here's the face of the mountain. So if a rock falls off here, where's it gonna fall? Somewhere over here, right? I mean, how far can it go exactly, right? But a rock that falls off here, where might you find it? Is it reasonable to say you might find it over here? Oh, for sure, it's a question, right? It can't fall off here and end up over here. I mean, it could fall, hit the ground, and then roll if there's an in, uh, an, uh, an incline or the opposite. Yeah, is that what you say, the decline? OK, all right. But it fell and hit the ground over here. This rock could actually hit the ground over here, because on the way down, it could sort of be propelled to. Place farther away from the mountain. Okay, so that's one of the mushuling for the idea of the farther up it comes, the farther away it will fall. Another mushul, light. How far away from the source of the light will the light shine? Depends on how powerful the light is, how high, you know, gavoa meaning in power, how much more power there is to the light. So if I got a candle, how, how, how far away from the candle will the candle illuminate something? Well, <coughs> radius around the candle, it'll be illuminating. You could read over here, but you're not going to be able to read in the corner over there if I have a light here. You'll see the light. You'll see the candle from two miles away, theoretically. right? But you don't get light from it, not real light. Right? Where are you going to be able to read? Well, you just have to put your book right next to the candle. OK. What if it's a torch? Oh, I might be able to read in the corner. What if it's a spotlight? Oh, miles away, that light's gonna reach. So the more Gavoa the source of light, the further it will reach. Okay. Another muscle, See this is safe. The greater the sechel of the chacham, the more he can bring that sechel down to the simplest person, right? That's another muscle for the same idea Brad and the Chassidus, right? If you really understand something, you can explain it to someone who doesn't understand it at all. If you have a makif understanding of it, you can't really explain it very well to that person, right? I say to this, you guys all the time in here. If I didn't understand what you were saying, I wouldn't understand what you were saying, right? If I didn't know the pshat, I wouldn't get it from what you just said. What you're saying is true. I get it, right? But if I didn't understand it, I wouldn't hear it in those words. Ah, that means you're not not saying it clearly enough. Bring it down all the way to me who doesn't know anything can understand what you just said in the command, right? You say that all the time. Right? And it's important to be able to say it that way. That means it's very clear in my head. And the clearer it is in my head, the more clearly I can express it to such an extent that I can even explain it to someone who doesn't understand the Gemara. Okay. That makes sense. So that means the higher in my seichel, the lower it can go in terms of where it illuminates. So that's this idea. It's brought into this very, very often. Right? There we brings some footnotes in footnote 29. You can look at them. Right? One of them is that famous, Reh very famous mimer, Shadar erde, shara Purim Diva Masa Malchus Perkyud base. So... I told you about that once, right? We feel Deitcher came to the Maggid for Purim, the, the son-in-law of the Baal He said over... And the, the, the Maggid asked the Alter Rebbe to go to him for Purim. He wanted to have his own suda, his own... So he, so he was for bringing it, his suda. He said over a Divart tara, a little Hasidish of art, that had three psukim from the Megillah and three psukim from Tara. This pasach's makbil, it's uh, parallel to this Pasik, this Pasik to this pasach, this Pasik to this Pasik. The Alter Rebbe explained that Tara in a mimer called Yevir Levush Malchus in Tara Or, in Drushe Purim, for two and a half pages. What Rabbi Yechiel said in six psukim, just lining up six pugim, that six, six The Alter Rebbe explained that in two and a half pages. The Mittler Rebbe in this mimer, Rei Baruch Hashara Yerda. Shara is the Mittler Rebbe's book on Purim and Hanukkah. Shara Purim, Dibur Maskel Yevil Yerushmalchus Perkiut Base. There's ninety-seven I think, ninety-seven chapters. Explaining the Alter Rebbe's explanation of Rivchil Daitch, Rivchil Daitch only said twenty-five words. <laughs> the Alter Rebbe said two and a half pages, two one and a half pages, like about six columns. And the Mittler Rebbe said ninety-seven chapters. That's that story. Remember that story. If anybody ever asks you about Chabad Chassidus, what's the difference between Pelish Chassidus and Chabad Chassidus? What was in everything that you said? Everything the Mitla Rebbe said was there. It's all there, just not revealed right? in Chabad. Right? So the Alt-Rebbe revealed that in, to a certain degree. The Mittler Rebbe revealed it in a much greater degree. That's why the alt is Chochmah and the Mitla Rebbe's Binah. Okay, so that happens to be where it is. So that footnote is, the hashkacha of of that footnote is so we can tell that story. Okay. And that's Pshat, the Nechiv Ha'lokecho. The ability that Ha'vaya should be Ha'lokecho, that down here in the neshama, maluvish in a goof, that sheim havaya should be drawn down and illuminate even down here, as the, in the, in the neshama. Even though the neshama is down here in a goof, ad kah, that sheim havaya can be called elo kecho. There's you. and elo kecho can be called yours. Where does the kayach come from? Anechi, which is not limited by any gedder that might limit sheim havaya. That comes from a nech'i, which is also beyond hava'ya. Yeah, okay, amazing, amazing. It's partially amazing. cave and Shishmei since the name of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that all happened in Mount Tabor, and that was a nech'i. The cave and Shishmei shalla Kadosh Baruch Hu, Sheshiteiv Pisrael Hu Shemavaya shalla mi Shem Adni. Shemashuta b'malachim. That since the name that the Kaddish Baruch Hu joined, connected, partnered in Yisrael, is Shema avaya, which is higher than the sheim adni, that is connected to the malachim. U'b'frat and particularly shahasherish the shi'ut of Shmaya Yisrael, the source of this connection, whom we actually comes from a neichi shalemay l'gam mi'avaya lachin another rabbi says it again he takes us back to that place Habittel di israel and that's the potential the the essential bitle the israel the natural state of Bitel that is the birthright of every single jew whether or not we express that and reveal that is a different question but the essential reality of at least in the shaman we'll see whether or not this extends to the goof in Dalet, Of every single Jew is a level of bittel such that Havaya is Elokecha, who bitl Now we're gonna see this later on the bital of the Malochim is that the Malachim are unable to do anything against the and of the Abishta. All they are is a cleave for the expression of the and of the Abishta. And that's their revealed reality, and that's all they do. Right? So that's their bitl. So what's ours? We'll see you later. Now, obviously, simply ours is that we can serve the Abishta. Say I aye. But we serve the Abishha within the context of this thing called Bachiruchovshis. You're See what you know. are saying we're comparing it with like, like Adnibum to the Malachim where Havaya is the Torah. So we learn that out from Eli That's the way we learn it out. It doesn't say Havaya, but like Havaya How and you would say that. Well, we know. Well, hold on. We learn, we learn the fact that we, there's two steps. We learn the fact that just like Adnibum, so too. There's a similar state in us, and we learn that from B'sinai Kodesh, right? In the Pasa. in the, the Pasa. just like Adnibam, so Sinai Kodesh. Oh, okay. Whatever happened on Har Sinai did to you what Adnibam means to the Malachim, and then we try to understand. Well, so the what is that? Oh, so that's the shame Havai of the Neshama, and then the Rebbe explains it's not the shame Havai of the Neshama in some sort of diminished state, it's the shame Havai of the Neshama being Meir Mizgala Lamata, below, just like it's Meir Mizgala, shines and is illuminated above. How can that be? Anag. All, right, all right? OK. That's the Neshama, now the goof. The Inyan Sheim Avayishu B'Chol Echad M'Yisrael. is all the Remarash. The Inyan Sheim Avayishu Echad M'Yisrael. M'varba Maimer explains in the Maimur, the Remarash. Shayud the Sheim Avayo, she b'Yisrael who a Chokmah she b'Nefesh. Vaches the Sheim Avayo, who hav Vana she Yud K. That's Chokmah and Bina. Right? Okay. To under this is Bina. To under some to understand something from something else. That's the language of Chazal describing Bina. Now the Rebbe explains what that means. The what's the Suichdavar? <laughs> the simple Pshat is to understand one Dover from another Dover But now the Rebbe is saying, no. He's gonna say Pshat. That you understand a davar from what? From a seich davar. <laughs> right? Meaning separating the the mem from the toch. Simple pshat is a davar, misseich davar, means you understand one thing from another thing. What's bina? Bina is the ability to make con- connections between things, right? And understand, oh, well, if that's the case, then this must be the case. Now I understand why this works, etc., etc., cause-effect, okay. It's all bina. Understanding one thing from another thing, right? Okay, I understand. I understand why this happened. Why? Well, because this was going on, and 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 therefore this happened. Okay, that's called bina If I nilo veen, so I understand that that thing's in existence, but I have no clue where it came from, how it happened. What right? I nilo meivin. I don't understand how that happened. Oh, so I don't understand davar mitoch davar, right? I see this, but I don't, I can't figure out where it came from, what's a a function of, yeah, true. That can happen conceptually, that can also happen in physical reality. There's a light shining on the table, but I can't find the source of light. First thing I'm going to look for, I understand that if there's light shining on the table, there must be a source of light. So I look for it, can't find it. So therefore, I don't understand. (laughs) What don't I understand? Why is there I don't get it. Why is there a light shining on the table? There's no source of light around it. This doesn't make sense. Why? I can't find the davar that this is mitoch. Okay, that's simple pshat in Bina. Now that I am saying a bunch of different different pshat, I'm understanding a davar from something else. From what? From toch davar. Yeah. Well, I don't know what that's going to mean. Let's see what that means. But there's a reality called toch-davar, and there's a reality called davar. And I understand davar from, me, what? Toch-davar. The first pshat we said, simple pshat, I understand this thing, me mitoch, from this thing. Davar from, davar. Now, I'm understanding davar from toch-davar, something that's the toch of a davar. Let's see what that means. Let's see. Let's see. But yeah, I mean, you have to understand the existence of teichdavar in order to understand the davar. But what is the davar? Let's see. hu davar Right? How do I understand what the davar is? I understand the devar by virtue of the fact that there's a seich devar what's the seich devar the seich devar is the elokus in the thing that's the inner reality of it the panemius of it that's the toich of it the panemius of it yeah whole new shot. again we'll read those words the devar what's the toich devar that's the word of god that's clothed in in all creation Okay, so now, what Levy said is true. Don't I have to understand the toch d'var? And so by understanding the Tech d'var, well, I, I can't get away from it. Under, that's how I understand the d'var. Right? What is a nivra? What is the d'var? Well, I can only understand it once I understand it's toch d'var. I can only understand what it is once I understand that there's shame of maluvish maluvash in it. Then I can understand what it is. It's not that I understand the Shema Vaya by virtue of the fact that it's maluvish in the the dog. I understand the dog by virtue of the fact that the Shema Vaya is maluvish in it. So that's, I understand the davar from the teich davar. You're right, I have to understand the existence of the panemius first, so to speak. If I don't understand the existence of panemius, I'll never understand what the dog is. I might kick it. Might hurt it. Why? Oh, yeah, it's a dog. Oh, it? It's a little piece of elokus walking around. The to created this thing. You're not allowed to hurt it. It's an iser, tsar, belicham. You're not allowed to hurt these things. Why not? The to created them. <laughs> Who are you to hurt it? <laughs> right. Oh. That's Nivin Dvar Mitoch Dvar. I understand what this is by virtue of the Tokh of it now you're right I have to understand there is a teich of it that's true if I don't understand there's a teich of it well then I don't understand what it is and therefore I might treat it differently Allah has come and become a human being Allah has come and become another Jew the Rebbe seems to treat Jews pretty well all, all people credible respect but also, unbelievable care for Jews. Why? Yeah. Knows exactly what they are, and appreciates that in a way that I just don't. So, so I just, you know, there might be Jews who I think are really horrible and terrible. So I can disagree completely and totally with another Jew, but still never lose sight of the. Jew in that Jew. That doesn't mean the Rebbe allowed the Jew to come see him. There were lots of Jews. The Rebbe said no, won't let him come. There were certain Israeli politicians. The Rebbe not let them come. They were so upset at things they had done, and they had done things they thought were so terribly. Wouldn't let them come visit him. Even some that The Rebbe was very upset that they did something. So perhaps no. There were some businessmen that the Rebbe wouldn't see them. The Rebbe had already seen them in Yiddish years before. But uh, at a certain point, they were involved in some of their, you know, They wanted to go talk to the Rebbe. They he love them? Of course he loved them. Did understand who they were You Lost sight of the Yiddish kind of them? Of course not. But for whatever reason, the Rebbe said, no, oh, okay, that they're, they're, not, they're not getting inside. It's not happening. One of them was someone who, who told the actually essentially he, he was a very there was a there were some brothers from Toronto who were very very, they were famous businessmen. They're from because they're from Toronto and they had just unbelievable amounts of money, and they wanted to talk to the Rebbe about a particular project that I would assume the Rebbe would have told them not to do it because they lost their shirts. But whatever, um, so one of them when they wouldn't they weren't allowed into the Rebbe said no he wouldn't meet them and. Uh, There was something going on, but there was a good reason. And um, one of them said he had met the Rebbe. And um, he wasn't sure the Rebbe knew that he had met the Rebbe. Why? Because in Paris, during the war, so he was in Paris, this guy. And the Rebbe said a Gemara here in Paris to three people, once a week. There were three guys who the Rebbe was learning Gemara with once a week. He was one of them. They were learning a particular sugi, a particular mesecta, and obviously not everybody had gemaras. Where'd you find a gemara in Paris during the war, right? (laughs) So um, the rebbe had a gemara, and one or two of the guys had a gemara. The rebbe asked them to prepare something, and they didn't live near each other, so they asked the rebbe, "Could they borrow the rebbe's gemara?" The rebbe said no. They're very shocked. Why did he say no? I mean, he he didn't seem like the kind of person who wouldn't lend out his Gemara. So they didn't understand. Fine. So a few weeks later, the Rebbe left the room in the middle of the class. They wanted to see what was so special about the Rebbe's Gemara, that he wouldn't lend it out. So they went to look at his Gemara. It wasn't the Masechta they were learning. (laughs) (laughs) The Rebbe just brought a Gemara, then sat and read a Gemara as if he was reading the Gemara, but he wasn't reading the Gemara. He wasn't looking at the same Gemara they were looking at. But he didn't want them to think that he so he brought a Gemara every time. But that's why I wouldn't hint it to them. So it wasn't the same as Akhtar. So the Rebbe was saying over oh, here, you know, Gemara Rashi, taste look at the Rashi second line, right? What about this Tais was? let Let's go to the back, look in the marshal. It <laughs> wasn't the Gemara. The Rebbe was just pretending the whole time that he was looking at that Gemara. That was the story he told about said, I'm not sure the old Robert Rebbe knows that I'm one of those guys, that I was one of the guys in the ship. But I saw that in Paris. The Rebbe wasn't a <laughs> Such a crazy story. That's why the Rebbe wouldn't give them the Gemara. It wasn't the Gemara. Okay. So let's just finish this Seich Devar and then we'll... Uh... Sorry. This is the beginning of Shemayach Vemuna, right? That Hashem, your word is standing in Shemaim. What word? The davar hu had and this davar is the dibur itself, the, the saying of a Kadosh Baruch hu which is beyond being clothed in what is that in general who are and that's what it means let's just finish this up and we'll go over it again tomorrow it's, i don't want to do it too quickly but let's just see the words to the bottom of the page and then we'll stop and we'll go over it again tomorrow that's understanding you understand the panemius from seeing the chitzonius, And what's the panemius of a Panemius is is the is Save of it. Read the lavin is ba Hashem by the he's in the Dover Hashem. Now here the Rebbe is saying the Dover is not the thing. Lavin Dover Miserik is now we take the Rebbe's taking to a whole new level. The simple shot is I'll be panemius of it. The thing, and you see the elokus that's clothed in the thing, Then there's a higher level. You see the davar, the word of Hashem that powers the thing, but you know that misech that there's a level beyond that. There's a level of seviv beyond the mamale. What's the what's clothed in the thing? Mamale. That's the davar that's clothed. There's literally the word, the word of Hashem that's clothed in this cup is mamale. What's the davar misech davar it. The panemius of the mamale. Okay, so there's the first level is from the davar, the physical thing. I, I appreciate the godliness that's clothed in the physical thing, giving it reality. That's one level. Then there's a deeper level. In the davar, in the word that brings it into being, which is the mamale of it, there's a davar of that. There's a miseik davar, there's a panemius of that. And that's a, <laughs> just unbelievable. Right, so that's a, uh, we'll, we'll go over this again tomorrow more slowly. By virtue of the, uh, uh, and, and this is really what what uh, what you said, Levi. The penimish of it, look, that through the heisbenus in the davar by virtue of contemplating the word of Hashem that's clothed in the thing, that's the teich davar, bilvad, which is only an illumination. That's the, the very fact that it can be clothed in a physical thing it means it's only an illumination, it's gone through idea You come to an understanding, there's something greater than that. That's beyond being eslavish. Okay, we'll go over that again tomorrow morning. That's that's being. So now the rabbi is going to explain what yudkei vavkei is in spiritual terms, and then we're going to see that as it's expressed in the goof. The yud is the head, the vav is the body, the hay is the five fingers, and the hay is the five toes. But the goof itself expresses Yud K like. Ah, you might ask, there's ten fingers and ten toes? Don't worry. The Rebbe will explain that too.